Hello and welcome to the School of Attraction podcast. I'm Damien Deeker and I'll be talking with you about a range of topics from dating, attraction, masculinity, sexuality, life philosophy, and much, much more. So without any further ado, let's get started. I hope you enjoy listening to today's podcast just as much as I've enjoyed creating it. So there's this girl you like, but she's so pretty that she must be out of your league, right? Well, about 15 years ago, dating coaches came out and they said, whoa, 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 stop talking about the league. Never say she's out of my league. Always just man up, step up and go and talk to her. The worst that she can do is say no. And you know what? That's actually really good advice. You know, for the last 10 years as well, it's been apparent to me that most guys, they focus so heavily on a woman's looks and they downplay so heavily their own value to a woman that everything's out of proportion and that what most men are much better served by just stepping up to the plate and making a move. So does that mean that there's really no such thing as a league? Well, yes and no. See, I'm going to propose that there is such a thing as a league and it is entirely possible that a woman you see and like could be well out of your league, but it's not the same as the league you've been thinking of. So for clarity, let's call this League 2.0. And there's two Pieces of really good news. First of all, League 2.0 has nothing to do with your looks and nothing to do with her looks. And secondly, League 2.0 is something that you can work on so that eventually, as you work harder and harder on yourself as a man, you can attract those women that were once out of your league. Confused? Feeling annoyed? Frustrated? Want to tell me I'm I'm full of it? Keep watching to see what it's all about. So I'm fully aware that this is a little bit of a controversial topic. I know that in the past when I've kind of touched on this, I've had guys jump at me in the comments and say, oh my God, what a beta male thing to say. There's no such thing as a league. If you like a girl, just go for her. I want you to watch this with an open mind because there really is something here. um, And I'm going to give you plenty of examples and make up your own minds, but only after having a watch through. So let's start with a bit of a... A comparison. Let's talk, start with a stereotype, okay? So I want you to picture your stereotype high school nerd. So here's a guy who has really poor social skills, a low self-esteem. He's not good at setting personal boundaries. He has, is, he's got the nice guy syndrome. So he, he puts women on a pedestal and he praises women. He praises the, the floor they walk on. Um, you know, he's never talked to a girl. He's never been around girls much, except for his mum. Maybe he's got a sister. And and that's about it. That's our stereotype nerd guy at high school. And then I want you to think about the stereotype cheerleader girl at high school. So our stereotype cheerleader girl, she's pretty, she's popular, she's got really well-developed and honed social skills. She's hyper-observant um, of social hierarchy. It's become quite a big deal to her. She's got a, She's good at faking self-esteem. She's got a healthy social self-esteem, but her sense of self is kind of wavering at times. She believes the most valuable thing about her is her looks, and she doesn't really focus too heavily on other things like intelligence, intellect, deep conversation, that kind of thing. So, you know, I'm drawing stereotypes here, and no one perfectly fits the stereotype, but just bear with me here. Now, imagine one day our stereotype nerd guy, he finds a lamp, and he rubs that lamp, and poof, a genie appears. Surprise, mother... Frigger, and uh, <laughs> the genie says, you got one wish. And the nerd boy thinks, and he says, I want to be really attractive. And the genie says, you got it, son. 
Nerd boy wakes up tomorrow. Suddenly he's sexy nerd boy. So sexy nerd boy goes and he tries to hit on stereotype cheerleader girl. Do you think they're going to click and start dating? The answer is no. Why? Well, there's three reasons. First of all, let's just talk about social skill levels. So nerd boy goes to talk to sexy nerd boy goes to talk to typical cheerleader. And what happens? Well, it's stilted, awkward conversation. Um, he doesn't make very good eye contact. He's, he's nervous around girls. He laughs nervously a lot of the time. He's, it's not the conversation isn't fun because he's not good at, at, at banter and, and small talk and playful chit chat. And these are all things that she's used to. So the cheerleader's used to this stuff with the guys she hangs around, and she's used to this with her female friends. And so there's just going to be complete clash. She's going to look at this guy after a while and say, no, this is totally weird and awkward and a little bit creepy and I'm going away. So even though he's attractive, his social skills let him down. But there's more than that. Secondly, the second reason, nerd boy isn't feeling empowered. So he has no sense of personal power yet. He doesn't know how to set um, boundaries. He puts w- women on a pedestal. So he doesn't know how to look after his own needs as a man should. So he's the kind of guy who'll just constantly do things for women and not look after himself. So he becomes that kind of nice guy chap that he falls into. He doesn't feel like he's in control, in charge of his life because he's still got the nerd boy mentality. Just because he suddenly became attractive didn't take that away from him. And the third thing is simply his confidence level. So he doesn't feel incredibly confident in himself yet. He hasn't learned how to generate a very healthy self-esteem as a man. And so all these things, these are still going to stand in between him and that woman in spite of his looks. These three are really what I consider to constitute league or what I'm calling league 2.0 for clarity. Um, and it has nothing to do with looks. So you can throw looks out the window. You know, after all, I've met, you know, over the years, I've met hundreds of women who are beautiful, beautiful train wrecks that I wouldn't wish on my worst enemies. You know, I've also met Plenty of attractive women who are beautiful and smart and intelligent and great and I'd love to introduce to my friends. But the fact is that that looks shouldn't have anything to do with it. And as I said before, I know that this is a controversial viewpoint, but you know, I've been, I've been working as a dating coach for over 10 years now and, and I've seen a lot of men doing a lot of approaches, not just my clients, but also um, men out there in the community, different forums, different you know, pickup groups, all this kind of thing. And you see all these guys doing approach after approach after approach after approach because they're not paying any attention to, to any kind of league, none at all. And so what they do is they're getting rejection after rejection after rejection after rejection. And I see many guys, not all, but many, they crash out. They crash and burn emotionally. There's too many rejections, one after the other after the other. And eventually they say, you know what? Looks do play a role. Screw you dating coaches. You're lying to us. Looks do play a role, by the way. It's, it's just not as big a role as people often believe. But these guys are saying, look, it's all about looks. Um, there is such a thing, so screw you all. I, I'm, I'm bailing out. And, and that's sad. And the reason is because to say there's no such thing as league is a lie, to say that you've got to stop paying attention to looks as being the thing that determines leagues, a league isn't. What these guys need to do is, well, one of two things. You're far better off just forgetting about women entirely for a little while and focusing on building your social skills because it's much easier to build social skills around guys, around social networking, business networking, um, social events, work on your social skills there, working on your teasing banter, building rapport, likability, social um, calibration, all this stuff. You don't have to be hitting on women and facing rejection to work on. 
you need to be working on your sense of control over your life. You know, are you, do you feel like you're the one who directs the, 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 the actions that happen in your life? Or do you feel like a victim of circumstance, right? So how empowered are you in your world? How good are you at setting boundaries? Have you overcome the desire to please other people? Are you good at looking after your own needs? Work on that. You know, work on your self-confidence, your sense of value to the world. Like once you're clear on those things, then start hitting on women. So you can do that. That's one option. The other option is do approach women, but focus on women who are closer to where you're at socially. Um, you know, I don't mean in the social hierarchy so much. I just mean social skills wise, right? So if you're a bit of a shy, nerdy guy right now, you're not fi- feeling super empowered, focus on women who look a little shy, nerdy, and not super empowered themselves. Then you're going to get more successes. You're going to get more traction and more dates. Now, if these aren't the women you ultimately want in your life, I, I totally respect that. I totally understand that. But then you're going to need to work on your social skills, your confidence, and your boundary setting first before those women that you ultimately want are going to pay you any attention. So you've got a choice. If you're still not believing me with this League 2.0 stuff, think about this. Look around. Just start to go out regularly to bars and clubs. Um, and look around, like even in shopping centers and stuff. You will see... Less attractive guys with more attractive women, plenty, right? No, I get it. You'll tend to get better-looking guys with better-looking women. That's a trend. It exists. But you will still see it. You'll still see less attractive-looking guys with really hot women. You see it plenty of the time. Uh, but you know what you'll never see? You'll never ever see a nerd guy who, who is socially nerdy, who's socially unconfident, socially poor skill level, with a woman who's socially high skillable. You'll, you'll just never see them ever dating. It doesn't happen. And the reason it doesn't happen is just too great a character clash. And that, honestly, that's my proof. Look around. You'll never see, not a single example in my whole life. I've never seen it. So there is such a thing as that League 2.0 because there is a barrier that's insurmountable. Fortunately, it's one that you can change yourself. Now, there's one more factor that I want to talk about today. And I think it's a really big one. And I'm going to explain it in the form of a story from my own life because it's a trap that almost every guy who tries to learn pickup falls into. And it's, it's again, it's a trap that a lot of new guys fall into and holds them back. So when I first started learning to pick up women 15 years ago, um, when I'd go out, I would go out to bars and clubs. And what I saw as the ultimate in the type of woman that I could pick up was like, I'll explain. It's like the party girl, right? It's like the girl of the clubs who are dressed up really sexy, like really hot, really great clothing. They dance provocatively. They're always out in a gaggle of, of really super hot girls. And they just seem like the top of the social food chain. And the only guys I saw them with seemed to be what I'd perceive at the time. Not quite how I see it now, but what I'd perceive to be the top of the social food chain too, right? And these girls, they knew everyone. They were at all the best events. Uh, everyone wanted to be around them. And these girls, they're what I saw, the social glitterati. They were like the top. They, those were the girls I had to be able to pick up. And as I got better and better and better at picking up women, I still couldn't get those girls. It was like they were always, could never get any traction with them. I get plenty of other girls, just not them. And so one day I said, you know what? I, this is what I got into it for. I'm going to learn how to pick up those women. So I did. I, I, I challenged myself and I pushed myself hard. And I started changing my way of picking up women. And finally, finally, I was, I was getting success with this sort of, sort of social glitterati women. But something was really, really wrong. Um, to pick up these women, I, I had to be, I had to be someone that I wasn't. 
I had to go to events that I didn't find fun, like big ass, like all night events. I had to stay out all night and party all night. I had to go out dancing a lot. I had to, I had to be around women who were, um, they acted confident, but they weren't really confident. This is the thing guys often don't realize, by the way, is that if you're a really attractive girl growing up, the world often tells you the only thing that's valuable about you is your looks. And then the looks, the women's beauty world also tells you you're never good looking enough. So often women who are really attractive get stuck in this loop of having a really like wonky self-esteem. And so anyway, I was around women who are, who are constantly putting other men and women down and like making fun of people socially um, to make themselves feel better. And I was around this and I didn't like being around that negativity, but I had to put up with it to pick up these girls, right? And I just had to, I was just living a life to be with these girls that I didn't enjoy. I didn't enjoy talking to the girls. I like deep intellectually stimulating conversation and they didn't. And, you know, I, 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 I just, it wasn't fun. It wasn't fun to pick them up. It wasn't fun to go on dates with them. And as a result, the sex was, I mean, it was fun in the sense of I got to high five myself and go, yes, I'm finally sleeping with these women. But the sex itself, it wasn't that great because there just wasn't, I wasn't feeling it with these girls. And that's really, that's actually the really big thing. We often think that if you're going to get great with women, you can get any kind of girl. And, and you can. You can learn to, to attract almost any kind of women, woman. But the truth is, you're probably not going to enjoy it. And it's going to be three or four times as hard work. And that's really the truth. That's what I had with those women. And I've had that with a few other types before I learned this lesson. You've got to focus on women who are a good match for your personality. You know, for the things who share common likes, who share common passions, who enjoy talking about the things you talk about. And, and any woman who doesn't, you should be willing to walk away from. And, and honestly, that's incredibly empowering. See, men should be walking up to women and stop thinking, I hope she likes me. And they should start thinking, she's cute, but is she the kind of girl I am actually going to like? Because that mindset, it shifts the power balance away from trying to make her like you to letting her know she has to make you like her. Right, because this is a big—it's a big inner game switch that's super critical. Um, and so, yeah, you've got to be okay with the fact that some women are going to be more work, and they're going to be less fun, and it's never going to be worth it. Because um, a lot of guys—they do—they put all their attention on women who they wouldn't even like in the first place. They only like her because she represents like something that you used to peg value onto before you had any skills with women. And because you do that, you just become obsessed with it. And I did too, and a lot of guys do that. But in truth. Yeah, you got to focus on women who are a good match for who you are. And this doesn't have anything to do with looks. There are women of every personality type who are really hot, right? Introverts, extroverts, everything in between. In truth, those women, those sort of social glitterati in the clubs, when you got them out of the club and in regular clothing, they were still attractive women, but they weren't like any more attractive than other attractive women who weren't part of that glitterati. The fact is that those girls, they just put a lot more work into their clothing, into looking good, and because they'd hang out only with attractive girls, it created this like really hot gaggle of girls that you just drew your attention in. But get them away from the club. They weren't uniquely special in their looks in any particular way. And that, I think, was a really important lesson for me. And I think it's a really massive lesson for guys. So really, guys, there's two things. There's two things I want to leave you with today. One is that, yeah, there is a social league. Your social skills, if you're constantly hitting on girls who have way higher social skill level, confidence levels, and um, um, social boundaries than you, then that you're always going to struggle. So maybe lower that bar until you build a skill set or focus on building the skill set first. 
And secondly, be aware of the personality types. Start to be a little bit picky, a little bit choosy with the women you spend time with. Because if you waste half an hour trying to pick up a girl who's uh, just the wrong personality type, one, you're unlikely to be successful. And two, it's not going to be fun. And picking up women is supposed to be fun. If it's not fun, you're doing it all wrong. Now, I want to let you guys know, this is the first time I'm mentioning this in a video, I have a complete guide to picking up women. It's a free guide. It's a complete end-to-end how to seduce women. It's the ultimate guide to seduction. You can read it now for free by clicking the link. I'll put up a link here in the in the video. I'll also put a link down in the comments. It's a step-by-step. It's got case studies of clients that I've worked with, case studies from my own history. It's also got work exercises, so things that you can practice to practice each individual skill set and get each one mastered so you can become fantastic with women. Go ahead and download that now. What did you think about my video today? I'm sure it's going to create some haters. It's going to create some some negative comments. Please think it through. Try to remain open-minded. Let me know your thoughts. If you've enjoyed what I had to say or found it at least thought-provoking, go ahead and subscribe to my channel so you don't miss out on any of my future videos. I'm Damien Deeker. Have a fantastic week. That's it, and thank you for watching today's podcast. As a high five for taking the time to learn today, you can head over to schoolofattraction.com forward slash ultimate guide to seduction, all one word, to access my complete end-to-end guide to approaching and attracting women and start learning today. Take care, and I look forward to bringing you my next podcast.